I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to this week's Must Hear Music podcast. So I'm sitting here right now with Aaron Strecker. Hi. As well as Chris Payne. Hey, what's up? And we're going to talk about some songs, and then once we chat about some tunes, um, I'm going to toss to an interview I recently did with uh, one of my favorites, Eleanor Friedberger, who you may be familiar with as she used to work as the singer with Fiery Furnaces, which is basically just her and her brother, and lately she's been on a string of killer solo albums. Her third one is called New View, and it comes out in January. So uh, I talked with her a little bit about recording that album in a barn, and then she actually came prepared with some must-hear music picks, which are I've I've listened to some of them since the the interview. And how must-hear were they? They are all essential. They're not just must-hear; they're must-must-hear. They're mandatory here. They're mandatory here, exactly. Legally required listening. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, so she's going to be around in like whatever after we talk about these few songs so stick around for that or skip ahead if you don't want to listen to us i don't care um but anyways let's start with one of my picks so um animal collective has a new song i am a huge animal collective supporter uh and you know a lot of people like animal collective but they're kind of like Fairweather, Merryweather fans if you will which means like they like animal collective when they're at their poppiest but when they like get into the more kind of experimental stuff, uh, they're just less interested. And the group's last album was definitely in the like darker, more challenging realm. And it just, you know, it was good. Like it got great reviews, but it just like didn't find a huge audience. Um, unlike the one before that, Meriwether Post Pavilion, which was their biggest seller to date, got a lot of new fans. It's just a very poppy, fun listen. Like some of the songs are just like actual pop songs, basically. Um, so they have a new one coming out next year called Painting With, and I've heard the whole album, it's awesome, and it definitely skews more towards their poppy stuff, and so we're going to be talking about the first single which came out, uh, I think this week, no, last week, called Flora Dada, um, and to me, like, this is, like, perfect Animal Collective, it's, like, you've got the overlapping vocals, but it's slightly more complicated than some of the stuff on Merriweather, like, some of those were kind of straightforward-ish, but this is a, a really um, musically complex song, but at the same time is just, like, really fun and, like, ebullient. Like, it's joyful, but it's also, like, you know, it's just, it's fun to listen to, but it's also a, a very 
you know, you can tell there's a lot of time put into this. Um, but what did you guys think about it? Yeah, um, I agree with a lot of what you were saying, Joe. Um, one thing that stuck out to me when I was first listening to it was it kind of felt like well-organized chaos with all the different parts that were coming together or in like lots of call and repeat in the vocals. Um, as you said, like complicated vocals. It also sounded to me, I guess this is the pop influences, like an early Beach Boys track. Yeah. Um, I felt like we'd be I right at home with, with all those songs. Yeah, and it even has, I mean, you know, early Beach Boys is like surf, and this even has a sample of the Surfaris song Wipeout, which is, uh, you know, one of those one of those classics from back in the day, uh, the instrumental surf songs. But what, what do you think about it, C-Pain? Yeah, I think this track's awesome. It's, it's an overload of interesting catchiness, different, like, sonic tricks in there, but yeah... I guess I am that kind of fair weather, Merryweather of Animal Collective fan you were saying, Joe, because I just am not really feeling this album. I just think this band gets really pretentious and they piss me off a lot. Oh, shit. <laughs> I've, and I, even, even like when they, I remember like seeing them tour behind Merryweather and they would just kind of like fuck with the songs to make them like. It did, I don't even like, I guess you could call it more challenging. It, they just didn't sound good. They, it didn't sound interesting or, or anything like that. It just sounded like they were making them like challenging for the sake of challenging. Like they're just pretentious, I think. But so you, but this song to me is yeah, like Yeah, this more song's of, awesome. I okay, mean, so you rest, like the song. I've heard but... the rest of the album and it just, for me, it didn't, I didn't think it was that poppy. Like I really only went through it a couple times because it turned me off. But it just seems like the side of Animal Collective that annoys me and most of the rest of the album. Right. No, I mean, I think a lot of people have that that feeling towards yeah. them. Um, <laughs> and, they, and they premiered the album by just randomly playing it in a Baltimore airport, which is the most Animal Collective thing to it's do. A, it's and a pretty briny you know, thing to do. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you just seem so exasperated with Animal Collective. <laughs> just proving your point, Joe. Um, so one thing, so I... I uh, I would, you know, I think what your point is totally fair. It's I, I don't share the viewpoint, but I definitely can see that. Um, one other thing before we listen to it. So I actually got to interview them about this, and I asked, like, it songs called Floridata. I was like, is that just a goofy name, or is this actually about Florida? And not that it comes across in the song, but they said kind of the impetus for it was kind of a, a defense of Florida. Like, they were saying that, you know, in the news, Florida is often used as, like, a punching bag for, like, oh, those, like, crazy, stupid conservative people. And their their whole point was, like, you know, there's, like, good people and dumb people everywhere. So, like, we shouldn't, like, hold it against someone that they happen to live in a, a red state or, or whatever. That's good. So I thought that was kind of a nice a nice little message there. It's so clear in the song. <laughs> it it's could not be more there. clear. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyways, let's listen to it. It's Animal Collective. The song is called Floridada from uh, the album Painting With, which is coming out uh, February 2016. All right, that was the new Animal Collective, and now let's talk about something Chris does like. Yeah, this song's this awesome. Song, new song from Chairlift called Romeo. Yeah, uh, song is fantastic. I, I I'm very excited about Chairlift's new albums coming out uh, in January. It's called Moth. They previously shared a song called Chiching, which I wrote a very glowing review about in the Billboard magazine, and 
the chairlift is a very very interesting intersection of where like they come from an indie music background the the vocalist caroline polachek sung a few back few few backing vocals in the last beyonce album which is i think what a lot of people know her for but and she, she covered Beyonce's party, I mm-hmm. think, with BBC Radio 1. It's, like, so good. She's an incredible vocalist. And w- one thing that really interests me about them is they have New Age vibes that creeps up in the production of their music. And that's apparent in this song to me. And her the range of her vocals go with that fantastically. Yeah, I loved this song. And I'm definitely... I mean, I always, like, listen to the new Chairlift albums, but... Sometimes they can be a little too, I guess, like maybe soft for me. Like just like the sometimes the whole album can just feel like a lot of like light synths with a great vocalist. But this song has like gut to it, and that's what I really like mm-hmm. about yeah. it. Yeah, and it's a little like more musically adventurous. Like there's there's some like strumming guitar, but there's also some like kind of hard guitar riff that actually sounds a lot like the Devo song Girl You Want, but I love mm. Devo, so nothing wrong with ripping that off. I normally would not think Devo when I hear Chairlift, but yeah, I mean, I don't know that song, but that's cool. When I think that's really neat when someone just hears an element of a song that's completely out of left field. Yeah, and it, you know, there's like a cool beat to it. Um, it's 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 great, and it really like, you know, like you said, she's a great vocalist, and it it shows on this song. What, what did you think? I was gonna repeat Aaron. basically what you said because yeah, <laughs> Sorry. I thought the, I thought the production. You also on, thought Devo. You're like, I, I'll give you that on your own. Um, I thought the production on this song was really strong because, like as you said, like she's an incredible vocalist and the vocals were really clear in a way that I feel like a lot of pop songs they don't come across. And then also I loved the synth at the beginning and the way the different instruments kind of wove together throughout the song because you had like a basic bass line but then all this stuff layered on top of it. And I thought it was really I don't know I really liked it. Cool. And one more interesting thing I wanted to throw out about the song is it is about uh, it's you, you hear in the lyrics it's about Romeo, put on your running shoes and go. Um, I actually learned about the song. Uh, Hazel Sills, writer for Pitchfork, wrote a really interesting uh, review of it that I really nailed to me. Like what it's about. It's about this uh, Greek uh, mythology. Her name is Atalanta. I guess she was some sort. She's a huntress, and she would challenge men to race her. And like that was the only way that they could like marry her, I guess, or whatever. If they uh, if they beat her, but if they lost, and they normally lost because she was really fast, she would kill them. So that's what the track is about. That's incredible. I like the track so much more now than I thought possible. But also, isn't that like an R-rated version of Brave? Like, wasn't like a whole part of Brave that's how she had to pick a husband is they had to beat her at archery or something? She's saying Greek mythology ripped off Disney. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Okay, that that works. <laughs> Um, that is really interesting. I'm Damn it, Disney. Yeah. Um, but Charlotte's taking it back. T- taking it back all the way to Greek times. Yeah. Taking um, it back from Disney. Yeah. Exactly. Reclaiming it. Um, I actually have a Caroline Polachek story that I'm going to share. I It's a mm-hmm. bone to pick, not with her, but with Greenpoint, which is a neighborhood <laughs> in Brooklyn where a lot of indie stars live. The guy from Grizzly Bear lives there. Uh, chairlifts Caroline Polachek lives there or at least is around there constantly actually Eleanor Friedberger who's going to be on the podcast in a minute uh, used to live there but so I was in a restaurant that uh, I ordered a drink she like suddenly the staff just like flips out they're all like whispering as if like (laughs) 
God or like Tom Cruise is about to descend upon the restaurant. It turns out Caroline Polachek is on the way. The restaurant just like combusts. Like no one at any table that isn't hers gets any service. So like everyone else is just like waiting for like 40 minutes for drinks and food while everyone in the restaurant is just like quietly fawning over her. You're basic trash. So basically... Well, actually, I literally I just got up and walked out. Um, but justice was served. The restaurant closed several months later. Good. Um, so that's not, no slur against her. That is the most like only in Brooklyn story. It's such a Brooklyn story. Like anywhere else <laughs> in the country, like no one would care. Maybe uh, some part of L.A. Like maybe. Yeah, but it's like yeah. Greenpoint, Brooklyn. It's like oh man, <laughs> we've we've got an indie singer here. Cannot handle it. Um, so yeah, so so don't go to Greenpoint if you want. Uh, Good service, I guess. No, Greenpoint's great. Love Greenpoint. When does this turn into an ad for Greenpoint? I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm losing steam here. All right, let's just listen to it. It's uh, a song called Chairlift Romeo. All right, that's the new awesome chairlift song. Uh, let's do Aaron's pick. So we've got um, Darren Chris song called Not Alone. And there's like a whole story with this because this is new, but it isn't new. Right. So I'm going to give everyone an abridged version. So no one come for me. Like, I'm aware the song isn't brand new. It came out in like 2009. So basically, Darren Chris, who um, you probably know from Glee, uh, wrote the song for an American Idol songwriting contest. It wasn't selected. Then, when he was at University of Michigan, again, pre-Glee, he and a bunch of his friends wrote a full-length Harry Potter musical called A Very Potter Musical. And it came out, I believe, in 2010, and it was a whole thing on the internet. And separately, it's all on YouTube, and if you haven't seen it and are a Harry Potter fan at all or a music fan, um, it's really well done and really interesting, and it's really great. Um, so the song Not Alone was originally sung in this musical by the character. He, uh, Darren Chris played Harry, and he sings it with a girl who plays Ginny. But then, um, since then, it's kind of taken on a life of its own. It's definitely the most popular song from this musical. Darren Chris has performed it at Trevor Live Benefits. He performed it at uh, Obama's inauguration. And um, I think it's just a really good song for events like that because the whole point, the, ly- the whole point of the lyrics is like about coming together and rising above. And like it's very Paul McCartney, "Love is all you need. We're all in this together." type thing um but it's just it's really a great inspiring song so this week uh darren christ and chris announced that he was going to be releasing it an official studio version um along with the purchase of a t-shirt it's a little bit weird online you have to buy a t-shirt to get the song but i presume and it's pre-orders right now but i presume that the song will be eventually released on its own um, he also teased his, a new uh, new album. He's put out EPs before, but it's never a full length studio album, so that's exciting. Um, so yeah, so this song, I also just think like with all the stuff that's going on in the world right now, not to get too heavy, but I feel like the timing for this song um, is really apropos. So I'm excited to kind of see it take on a second life, even if it's not a brand new track right this moment. Right. Yeah, but it is a, a new studio version. Correct. Yeah, which is why we're chatting about it. Right. It, it meets all the technicalities of your podcast. It meets the technicalities. <laughs> Check that off the list. Um, what do, what do you think about it, Chris? Well, I didn't get to hear the studio version because I'm not a special member. 
But so how is it different? How is the studio version different from the the video that's on YouTube presently of him just playing piano? Well, you can't listen to the studio version. Oh, yet. so you haven't even heard it. No, you okay. have, you can only pre-order it right now. Oh, and the, I'm just bringing it to the attention of Must Hear Music readers because it's, it's gonna out be really there. Great. Yes. Wow. So we're gonna have to toss to the uh, the pre-existing version. That's yes. that's fine though. What specifically is it about? Is it for him? Like, is I guess it can be. Um, translated for a lot of meanings to just for it for whatever oh cause. totally yeah so as I said like it, it, it works as just like a general inspirational track as like you know your, your friends never leave you type thing we're mm. stronger together all of those kind of messages that kind of show up in like inspirational pop especially in the past few years as that's become a big pop trend um, are there so it's just a really really great tune I don't know if, I feel good listening to it which like <laughs> a lot of songs you can't really say that so mm-hmm. you like listen to it you're like yeah things are gonna be okay so we don't know what for Darren, like, if there was anything with, if, if there was a specific reason. Oh, I think he, I mean, he, he made a video and he just kind of discussed, you know, I think it's kind of time for fans to have this version. I personally, he doesn't say this, think that he's like testing the waters for the long teased full length album. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And yeah. I guess, mm-hmm. I'm on board for a Darren Crystal album. Like I thought the, the Warbler stuff on Glee was like the, the most fun to listen to outside of the show. Like, I liked, I did like watching Glee, I'll be perfectly honest, but, um, you know, like, when you listen to the, like, re-recorded, like, Glee singing a Pink song, it's like, I don't care to listen to that in my spare time, but, like, Darren Chris singing a lot of those covers were really beautiful, like, his cover of Keen's Somewhere Only We Know is, like, I think almost as good as the original, like, he just has a fantastic voice, so... Yeah, and he's, he's really good at, inter- as you say, interpreting different songs and making them his own, so I'm excited to see that. Um, and I should also point out, Darren Chris has put out EPs, so. All right. Getting our facts. <laughs> in Ducks in Order. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's listen to one of the, uh, so this, to get to hear the studio version, you got to buy this t-shirt, and I'm sure the money goes to a good cause or something. Like? The t-shirt is for Represent, and it has a line from the song, Our Love is All We Need to Make It Through, on it. Um, and it's honestly, I was kind of looking. It, it's not super clear what the money for the T-shirt goes to. He's most aligned to this song with the Trevor Project, so I'm gonna assume that it's something with um, LGBT equality, but it is not clear. Right. All on. right. Well, let's let's listen to a little bit of it. So, the song is called "Not Alone," and it's Darren Chris. Baby, I'm not All right, uh, next and last, before we go to Eleanor, um, one of my picks, Troy Sivan. The song is called Take Me Down from his debut album, Blue Neighborhood. So we've talked about Troy on the podcast before, although I don't think you guys were on. It's definitely a, a Jason Lipschutz favorite. He loves uh, Troy. So shout out to Jason. Missy buddy. Um, but yeah, I was, you know, I, I liked Troy, I would say early on, but I wasn't totally on the train the same way Jason was, but I, I really like this debut album. Um, it's called Blue Neighborhood. Uh, it features Wild, which is one of my favorite songs of the year, actually. Like, it's just one of those, like, I listened to it once and I was like, oh, that's pretty good. And then it's just constantly in my head. Um, but Take Me Down is a really lovely song from the album. It just has, I think part of his strong suit is, you know, he's doing kind of like, melancholy trendy pop just that kind of sound that's in right now but he has really strong lyrics like one of them is i want to sleep next to you but that's all i want to do right now like that's a great line for a 20 year old kid to write like it's it feels more true to life than a lot of pop or you know like 
indie lyrics, and it's also kind of just a sweet sentiment. Um, I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And then the whole album, he just has this really strong perspective that it's just very surprising to hear from uh I mean, someone so young, I guess, especially an artist on their debut album, even though he's had a couple EPs before this. But what what do you guys think about it? Yeah, it's like I like yeah, like like you, I like the sentiment. It's a I haven't listened to the whole album. I've just heard a few other songs of his. Very likable, great vocals. Yeah, the, the music doesn't do a ton for me because it is it, like you said, it's kind of along the lines of like trendy pop. It's not. It's definitely not too out there, but it's not as as you know as traditional as like Adele or Sam Smith arrangements. It's it's nice. It's pleasant. It's something that like would make me feel warm inside to hear it somewhere. I'm not like super amped for it, but it's, it's nice. Yeah, because I kind of agree with you. When I was listening to this, I I like it fine, and I like the kind of melancholy vibe he's going for, and it's very soothing. Um, I kind of thought of like an ocean wave coming in and out with the crescendos with some of the mm-hmm. music, but it was a little too boring for me. I just felt very repetitive and like repetitive can work, but in this case, it just kind of felt like the same thing over and over again. Right. No, I think I think that's fair. Um, I like, for me, the mood works and it, it puts me in a place that I like, but I, I would agree that it's definitely like light on the hooks, you know, there's, uh, it, it you know, it could be poppier, but then again, I mean, for me, I don't want it to be poppier because I feel like then it just sounds like a million other things. So I kind of like this, like, I don't, I certainly don't want to say background listening because that seems like an insult, but you know, the kind of thing you can put on and like, just chill out too. Like, it's nice to have an album that is pop that falls into that category. That's not like super bombastic. Um, but yeah, so let's, let's listen to it. It's called Troy Sivan, Take Me Down. Uh, from his album Blue Neighborhood. I wanna sleep next to you, but that's all I wanna do right now. So come over now and talk me down. All right, Aaron and Chris, thanks for joining. Anytime, Joe. Hey, and uh, so. now we're going to toss to Eleanor Friedberger, who I love and who was so cool to talk to. And um, definitely check out the stuff she recommended because one in particular, Casablanca Moon, was just killer. So uh, here she is. Hello. Uh, welcome to a special part of the Must Hear Music podcast. I'm sitting here with Eleanor Friedberger. 
Hi. Hi. And uh, so, like yeah. You just so, said hi in my voice. <laughs> right. um, thanks for coming by. I wanted, my pleasure. I, Eleanor is one of my favorite singer-songwriters. Um, this She's on her third album now, which is coming out in January. It's called New View. And this is something you recorded in like a converted barn upstate New York, right? That's true. Yes. So what what is it like working in a converted barn versus like a proper recording studio? Well, when it rains, you have to stop doing what you're doing. <laughs> because, because you start getting wet? Well, not because you start getting wet, but because there's a tin roof and mm. it makes a lot of noise in the rain. So that that's a that's one of the downsides. But it might be nice too, like to take a breather. It, that's true. But like the wind, also birds. Um, we recorded in spring, and mm-hmm. uh, baby birds were were making a big presence on the album because their mothers were like going off and then coming back to feed them. Right. So there was a lot of chirping, which you might hear. I mean, if that's you listen kind of adorable, very, though. very closely, you might be able to hear some chirping. Right. I mean, that sounds more cute than... It's cute, than but more. also a little annoying. Yeah, probably. When you're trying yeah. to get something done. No, it was not, It was nice. Um, it's either um, cold or hot. Right. There's only like no temperature two control. months when it's like perfect. Yeah. So it's funny, actually. Um, there's a video that we made for the first song on the album where, um, you know, you can see myself and my band were making the record and mm-hmm. like when we started it was the first week of april and it was freezing it was so so cold and we're like i don't know if you'll see it in the video i think you might you know i'm like sitting there holding a microphone like covered in blankets and a coat <laughs> and a hat and gloves and everybody's all bundled up trying to play and then by like the third week you know the weather had changed right. dramatically I mean, and our moods were probably better. Probably a little better. It kind of seems so. You, so you worked on the kind of like workshop the material in California, and then went to New York to record it. Right. That like almost seems like counterintuitive because you would think like <laughs> New York is a good pl- like California is the place where people go to like relax and like be warm and like get things done. So right. What was it that you like needed to return to New York to make this album? Uh, well, specifically, we wanted to work in the studio that Clemens, his name's Clemens Nieper, Nieper, however you want to say it. He's German. Either way. He, um, I think he says Nieper. Um, he, he built a studio in a barn that's next to the house that he's renting. Um, he went to school at Bard College, which is nearby where he lives now. And, um, I met him through one of my bandmates and we just kind of hit it off immediately and I knew that he would do a great job. <laughs> so, I mean, that I wanted to work with him, so that's why right. we did it. Yeah, I mean, there. I I love I like all your stuff. I love the new record. Like Thanks. it's called New View and it does you know, it 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 sounds like you, but it does have like a kind of a fresh spirit or something to it. Mm-hmm. Um I To me, to I think like- well, I f- it's I think it's because I started working on it with my, these guys who I've been touring with for the past couple of years, they mm-hmm. went on tour with me to support um, the last record, personal record. And um, in the past, you know, like one of the most difficult things for me being, you know, supposedly on my own is is assembling a band. Right. Um, and I'm lucky because I know a lot of great musicians now after doing this for a while, but they're all pretty busy. And, you know, for the last couple of records, I was playing with different, guys who um you know are in other bands so it'd mm-hmm. be like i could have them for a limited amount of time and right. then they'd be gone doing their other projects which is great but um i thought it would 
be a lot smarter for me to play with a group of people who already played together and maybe didn't have quite as much experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so I lucked out by finding these guys. Um, and they have their own band. They're called Ice Water. And, you know, they haven't done the kind of touring that I've done before, but, like, that is good because, like, their enthusiasm is right. contagious. And, you know, even though we're, I'm playing in, like, Atlanta for the 10th time mm-hmm. it's their first time so it right. feels like the first time in some ways for me too you know so you can like feed off of that yeah a it's cool bit. um one thing I saw just in the press materials that went out that um I don't know if it surprised me but kind of stuck out to me it was it was saying how you kind of like drew on some of your musical inspirations mm-hmm. or like musical heroes for this one um and the one that like stuck out was Yoko Ono because uh-huh. it does, doesn't like come through in terms of sound but right. like do you actually like listen to a lot of Yoko Ono (laughs) (laughs) or is it more like conceptual? No, I, she's somebody who I kind of came late to. I mean, I was always of course a Beatles fan and I love, especially love John Lennon and George Harrison. And I think she's really overlooked and undervalued um, for her songwriting. And I know she's known for being kind of abrasive maybe, but she's wrote some incredibly beautiful songs with, you know, some very simple uh, arrangements and like really nice like seventies production that I love. It's like my favorite sort of thing. Um, um, one of my favorite songs of hers is um, I'm gonna get this title wrong as we're talking about this. Like, there's a woman inside my soul. I think it's called, and it so is familiar. a beautiful song. I love the song Silver Horse. It's so beautiful. There's a song called. Um, Open Your Soul to Me, which I actually did a cover of with Greg um, Sonia from Deerhoof that oh, really? I love that That's no cool. one's heard because it's just like a seven inch only release that Merge put out. Um, but yeah, no, I really love her. That's cool. You know, I like hearing that because I I actually I'm, I'm not like a huge fan, but I like have several of her records mm-hmm. and I was surprised like, you know, you grow up just listening to the Beatles and to like listen to her music and be like, oh, this is actually like really good on its own merit too. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm f- actually going to look this. Oh, which album were you going to oh, say? I was going to say Fly. Okay. There's a song called, Tra- I think it's called Train. That's uh-huh. got, like kind of a 10 minute jam. It just has a really good groove and she like kind of works her way through it. I'm not going to find this right now. I th- One of the last records I bought was at a secondhand store upstate and... Maybe we can find it later. It's got something <laughs> yeah. like feeling in the t- it's a the cover is a a pyramid with like a sphinx. I've definitely seen that. It's I don't awesome. Think I have that it's one. so good. All right. It's I will really pick good. That up. And I can't it's got a really funny title and I'm just blanking on what it's called right now. Um but yeah, so speaking of songs, so you have some recommendations, right? For for us. Uh huh. <laughs> what uh so what what are these uh, newer ones or oh, well, like you vintage tell me, classics? You tell me what you wanted what you want i mean i have i can recommend all kinds of things let's let's go both ways let's do some newer stuff and then some like vintage gems the album i've listened to the most the new album i've listened to the most like i I, i'm the kind of person who i don't know how you listen to music i listen to the same song like a hundred times and then i move on to the next one i kind of yeah i do (laughs) i do about an album three or four times and Uh then like sometimes never listen to it for three years after that right I mean the out al- the current album, the last thing I think I'm pretty sure it's right is um, dis- the last Destroyer record. Yes, I love that. Which album. I've just had on like repeat. I mean I had it, and that's like something I have on my phone. So I was listening to it driving, and mm-hmm. it's like the only thing I listened to for like a month. The first song, 
I can't think. Oh God, I can't even think of the name of the album. But the first song is like very Springsteen-y and it's very yeah. exciting. It's not the first song, but it, it. I know which one you mean. Why um, am I? I'm the chorus is up. "Oh shit, here comes the sun." And yeah, I can't yeah, think yeah. Of time. Maybe no, it's not time. It's Times Square. Is it Times Square? Yeah. Okay, great. No, it's not. It's called Dream Lover. Yes, that's what it is. We were just saying how yeah, the I just can never remember Poison the season. name of anything. Yes, Poison Season. And the last one, Kaput, was really beautiful, too. That was good. I like this one more, though. Yeah, this one's a little... Um, like, that one was a smooth album. And I feel mm-hmm. like there's a little... This is a little more raw. I love all the string arrangements and the horn arrangements. And I love the lyrics. And I just think it's, like, really... He's someone who I didn't listen to before because I never liked his voice that much. Yeah, I mean, it's and now, not for everyone. But yeah. I didn't... I don't know why this it didn't... I didn't. I just loved it. I love ever like everything about it. So how did you get into it then? <laughs> if you uh, like didn't like his voice, but you signed I listened up for this to one. Kaput, and I liked a few of those songs, and then I just heard. I like was clicking around, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> as one does. Right. And I just listened to a snippet of one of the songs, and I and I really liked it. So that's the, your 2015 like favorite so far, or at least your most listened to. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's a great pick. And you, old and, stuff like. I, I, um, I, there's, you know, a lot of music that I have only on vinyl mm-hmm. and the way that like where my, my house is set up is like, there's a room next to the kitchen. That's like the t- kind of TV record room. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I put on records like when I'm cooking or hanging right. out in there and that's like, so I have music that I only listen to in that mm-hmm. setting and I'm only able to hear in that setting cause I don't have it. Right. Somewhere else. I mean, that's like kind of nice, thing. though. It's nice. But so, like, the album that I listened to the most was um, re- recently is Jim Sullivan's record, UFO. Do you know that album? I don't know that one. It's a, you know, the label Light in the Attic? Yes. It's one of their reissues. Okay. What and does it sound like? I'm, I'm not even really It sounds with. like kind of con- 60s country rock. Mm-hmm. And some of the, like, you know, the... um. The Wrecking Crew, you know, the story of like those session players. I think a bunch of the Wrecking Crew played on the album and it's just like a perfect, another kind of perfect album. The whole thing you can, I just like flip it over, flip it back over, flip it over, Mm -hmm. flip it over. It's it's short and um, it's really good. So it's Jim Sullivan. (laughs) Jim Sullivan, UFO is the name of the album. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. When you You won't be disappointed. I doesn't sound like it. When you said UFO, I was thinking of the, the ESG song, the like New York that that's obviously very different this is like a really than, groovy than like yeah and it's the kind of thing you could just like i said you could just play it like 20 times right and not get sick of it no i love stuff like that yeah they that same, <laughs> it's not like making you sweat or react it's just like right. this really groovy little record yeah um anything else like from from back in the days it seems like you like so many are you things. mostly like a, a 70s listener like yeah i think that's fair to say yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a great era for music. For singer-songwriter stuff, I think, especially. Yes. Um, what else can I talk about? I, um, I, I, I made a, like, a list of songs for Clemens, who produced my album, to mm-hmm. listen to, like, for production references. For the new record. For the new record. Um, so some of my favorites from that, which maybe not everyone knows about is this um speaking of 70s singer songwriters is this one actually we might have to double check because maybe it's from the late 60s but her name is elise have you ever heard of her no 
Um, I don't know how many, I don't, sometimes, you know, it's funny, like when you become really interested in someone, what you choose to like find out everything about. Right. And then there are other people who are like, I don't even know mm-hmm. if that's a man or a woman. Like, I don't right. care. <laughs> I don't care yeah. who it is or where they came from. And I'm satisfied with that. I don't really have an explanation for what I choose to investigate but i know nothing about her basically but i heard that neil young played on some of this album oh really and it sounds if he didn't then it's someone who sounds exactly like him playing Mm -hmm. guitar um there was a band that did a cover of the song called houses that you maybe you've heard about but anyway the album is like a self-titled album and it's awesome and it's Elise, is Elise, the, the yeah. singer, yeah. or and she's Canadian. Band. Okay, yeah, it's a, she's a woman. Okay, <laughs> although she has kind of a masculine voice. Mm-hmm. Um, that I told Clemens to listen to that stuff, um, and also like speaking of Neil Young, like I wanted to have a couple. Like, there's a song on the album called "Open Season" that you know, in my mind, is like very much trying to rip off Neil Young. And I really wanted to copy like his guitar tone on mm-hmm. Down by the River. I mean, it's not that's obscure, but right. it's like, that's what I wanted. And mm-hmm. I think we came very close. I can see that. I didn't think Neil Young when I was listening to it, though. But that's good because you don't want that's it good. to sound like exactly. That's good. Um, Neil, what, what's your like favorite? Neil? I mean, I know there's like 10 million Neil Young albums, but which ones do you like return to the most? Uh, probably On the Beach. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I like the the first track course can't remember the name of it but love that <laughs> one. um everybody knows this is nowhere it might be my favorite that's I like, good that has some really quiet lovely moments on mm-hmm. that um but yeah so that i don't want to take up too much of your time no i mean i could talk about music all i mean you know um all day well if you got another <laughs> recommendation or two send um them. another maybe more obscure if you guys are looking for more obscure uh, stuff or Anything. to check out yeah. a band I really love. And I, again, I don't know too much about them except that they're German and they made the same album twice. And it, for some either legal reasons or label reasons, they ended up re-recording their album. It's called Casablanca Moon. Mm-hmm. And then the second time they just spelled Casablanca Moon backwards. That's awesome. And it's almost the exact same songs, but they have like radically different arrangements and mm-hmm. one's more kind of straightforward rock and the other one is a little bit more like cabaret and a little jazzier and weirder um and i just think that's a great album and there's a song called the drum that i particularly love that sounds really interesting yeah but the one version i think is better than the other version which one the jazzy i like the the jazzier one the cabaret-ish yeah okay although you wouldn't think it's only it's more a little bit more Maybe just acoustic more. It's mm-hmm. more acoustic, less rock. What like era is that from? Also, I want to say the 70s. Mm-hmm. Naturally. <laughs> <laughs> Slap happy. Um, okay, well, thank you so much. For, I mean, those are incredible. The album that's spelled the same forward and backwards, but that's right. like the same, but two different albums yeah. is so bizarre. I'm definitely checking that yeah, out the second you walk out. Um, but thank you so much for stopping by. So Thank you. It's Eleanor Friedberger, and her album is coming out in January. It's called New View. Um, and meantime, definitely check out Last Summer and Personal Record, two of my favorites from the last, I think, four years, maybe? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. All right. But thank you <laughs> so much counting. for swinging by. Okay. Appreciate thank you. It. Thanks. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.